All right, so Pretty we're back. Um, we're here, Boardman Podcast. Um, we're having a boys-only pod as a little sidestepper. Um, don't forget to like and subscribe on YouTube. The Instagram is popping. TikTok's doing okay, but we need the YouTube up. We need to. People are watching, but they're not subscribing. So please, 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 go and subscribe. There we go. So In addition to that, I've got to say a big thank you to all the followers and fans so far, because uh, I think yeah we've done we've done pretty pretty well on on Instagram and some of the socials. But uh, yeah, we we could would like to grow, and um, yeah, so far so good. So I think what we're doing is we're underlining how many episodes we've done, and we're saying yeah we've got to a good amount of followers. I think we're thirty five thousand followers on Instagram. We've got eight thousand subscribers on YouTube, and about four or five thousand on TikTok. So, and I think we've done, what, 12 episodes? Yeah. So it's a good sort of steady number. So now we've got to sort of just, uh, you know, decide uh, how to push it forward next. The good thing is we've got two of our biggest guests coming on mm-hmm. uh, on the next two episodes. Well, they're by far our biggest guests in terms of, uh, yeah, what they do. So that's going to be interesting. Maybe we can announce the next one, the first one. Who is it? <gasps> Who is it? Eddie, Eddie fucking Hall. Eddie Hall, the beast. Eddie, the beast Hall. Strongest so, man in the world. Strongest man in the world. Household name here in the UK. Um, if you don't know who Eddie Hall is, you should. And he's a massive, massive personality. Done unbelievable stuff. Huge following. Three and a half million followers on Instagram. Yeah, biggest recorded deadlift of any human. 500 kilo, Half a ton, 500 kilograms off the floor. I think he's still like the world record from like yeah. five years ago. So we're excited to drop him. He, his episode is going to come out next week. So check that out. Um, like I said, he's got a huge fan base and following. Three and a half yeah. 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 And all round, genuinely lovely man. Yeah. He's, a, he's a great guy. Yeah. 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 All right, so that's that. Uh, and then I guess we, for the last month, we've been doing the podcast. We've also travelled around Eastern Europe, spent a month in Eastern Europe. Uh, we drove to Turkey, spent some time in Turkey. Then we drove up into Bulgaria. Sofia, Bulgaria, yeah. spent a week there, into Romania, and then into Belgrade. And I think the highlight of the trip was was Serbia, was Belgrade. It was unbelievable, wasn't it? It was unbelievable. I think Bulgaria and Serbia, like massively, massively Mm. underrated countries. Yeah. I'd love to go back. And a lot of people are saying that Bulgaria is amazing during the winter period where you can go skiing. So it's a different experience. I just loved it. I think the setup there, like it was was clean. Food was great. Yeah. People are respectful. People are respectful. Um, Food was great. I don't, I, I don't know how, the, how, you, how people will interpret this, but there was, more, there was a lot more women than men, which I think generally is quite good anyway. <laughs> For men, yeah. I mean, no, the, yeah, the ratio safe, was just amazing. Just safer as well, yeah. and just lots of different things. <laughs> if it was safer for the girls or the women, basically the women, would, you'd be in London, you wouldn't see uh, a woman on her own eating food normally that often. At midnight. But yeah. I would say there were mainly the people that were eating was just women on their own yeah, eating yeah, food. Yeah. And I think the men are more respectful there of the women. Um, and just like going out in general, like you'd see like women and, and girls going out from nights out, and then they'd walk home late yeah. at night, and yeah. it would just be like, "Whoa!" Like, I think it was yeah, an eye opener so because I think like I think they're laughing at us. I think they're laughing at Western Europe, yeah. Bulgaria, people like like countries like Bulgaria, Serbia. We didn't go to um, uh, what's the, the Macedonia? Was it no? Was it Macedonia? North Macedonia, but North we didn't Macedonia, go. No. There's another one as well. We Mo- drove Montenegro. through. We drove through North Macedonia. Montenegro was uh, pouring with rain. But the pictures looked unbelievable. Yeah. And everybody who's been to Montenegro said it's unbelievable. But it's just, I just, I think, I think they're just laughing at Western Europe. I think those kind of countries are like, yeah, we've got our own stability. We've got our own economy. We're not worried about all this news and all this popular 
Well, they've had Western belief. They've had, just socialism. they've had communism, right? So they're yeah. uh, in a lot of those countries. I think there's eight countries in Eastern Europe, right? And a lot of them have had a socialist environment. So their 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 parents have said, look, if the government says stay in your house, don't stay in your house. If you look at what's ha happening in China at the moment, right. obviously, um, I'm getting some work done in China, some stuff built there. And um, the lady that is doing a lot of the manufacturing, she said that they're locked in their house. And I said, is that not really bad? She said, well, you know, we've got this zero COVID policy. What, uh, you, what are you going to build there? Dildos. Looks like dildos. Oh, by the way, Matt is coming out. <laughs> <laughs> no, 100%, Matt. Like, everyone, <laughs> not everyone, I've had a girlfriend since we've been friends. Uh, that I've been seeing. You're the gayest guy I know. And she said, you know, Matt is 100% gay. <laughs> I mean, it's just true. I think you should be honest about it on the what podcast. What's Alfie like? Alfie's like, Alfie's <laughs> going, no, no, no. Absolutely not. Yeah. I mean, I he's, that, he's yeah. always I walking around with his todger out. So Yeah, that doesn't yeah, mean anything really, but he's just super, super touchy and <laughs> loves, can't, yeah. uh, always trying to, and every, when I say every, I mean, sticky fingers. Last two girls that I've uh, been sort of seeing are both who have spent time with you have both said that you are not two, no, Camp? just one. No, Mel. She said that you are um, very, very, very uh, gay. Very gay. <laughs> <laughs> and you just did something with your I'll take with, it. with um thing we've got. No, I'll take it. I'll well, take you said it. we're gonna have an open podcast. You just did well, something. Mate, wait there. You're forgetting that your gay man reel had like two hundred and thirty thousand views because yeah, great. as soon as I said gaming, you clicked and thought, Oh, gay men. So you've obviously got something on your brain working. Mate, we're all open. I was looking at you when I it's said fine. it. Yeah, exactly. So are, no, Matt, are you sort of 10% gay? <laughs> <laughs> no, just if you take takes a while to answer, then it's it 100% means I'm, I'm he's 10% gay. gay. I'm not gay at all, sadly. Sadly for you. But I will sleep in the same bed as you tonight. Are you? I, well, every joke is like, let's get in bed. Yeah. Let's do this. Uh, Come, can we go home and have a cuddle? Yeah. Look, I'm just very comfortable and open with my with my sexuality. Overly comfortable, you know. Just All right. So, are you gay? Yes or no? No. Sorry. Do you like playing with your bum? Did you see? He just swallowed his. It's a big swallow then. <laughs> 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 All right. Okay. That's that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so no, Serbia. I think I'll tell you where it was amazing. Bulgaria. We went to Sofia, the capital of Bulgaria, and we didn't know what to expect. Very clean. Architecture's amazing. Cheap. Super cheap. Very cheap, yeah. yeah. But went to these bars and clubs, and they're like, basically like being in a club in London. I'd say better than being in a club in London. Yeah, it was. There's a lot going on. The yeah, entertainment was just like full on. There was like yeah. things to watch. Where was that? Where was Lafayette? Was that? Was no, that, that, was, uh, that, was oh, that was Serbia. Yeah. We went to a place called Carousel in Sofia, and um, and I said to Mel, like, how comes you're not get like sort of guys aren't looking at you and everything? You dressed amazing. You look really good. And she said, well, because you are here, you guys are here. Everyone would just fight in an instant if you look at a girl for too long. It's just a, a level of respect, yeah. respect which yeah. is really nice, I think. Mm -hmm. um, not the fighting part, but the respect part. So, yeah, then we went. That was amazing. And then Belgrade was unreal. Unbelievable. I don't know if it's because we had friends there that hooked us up and took us around and Euros. Ser and Serbia and Bulgaria were on par for me. I'm trying but to think which Getting one was into better. the country was quite strange, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, if you ever cross the border experience. from... No, we, we came from Romania, which yeah. was... Oh shit! I'm bit of a shock. Like, bit of a shock. You know, no disrespect to Romanian people; they're lovely, but uh, the the country was just in dire straits. It was just like I, I couldn't explain it. It was just you you had like homeless people to to buildings being like remember know, the boarded kid, up. Remember the kid chased our car? Oh yeah, shit, he was like yeah. chasing our no, car. No, Romania did feel, and, and we've been to a lot of places, but Romania did feel kind of dangerous. Yeah, and also. Like mm. half everyone the says it's it not dangerous. But I don't see it was that just because derelict. It half was the just people, like, yeah, like half the people in my hotel time. were in army uniform. 
Like yeah. half people were like, there, there must mm. be a base near that hotel. Yeah. Um, there were quite a lot of racist people there. People were shouting stuff out to you in the street. Yeah, they were just yeah. like, going um, back home. Go, go back home. home. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, it's quite funny. Yeah, so then it's just like, it gets you back up and then all of a sudden yeah. you're on the wrong foot. And yeah, I mean, I, I, it's hard because compared to Bulgaria and Serbia, they were so levels, much levels, more levels, levels, levels yeah. above in yeah. terms of, for us, but that's just us as like Westerners. But I think yeah. we went to Romania for a sh very short period of time. I think the thing for me was, uh, and this is a good sort of summary if you, if you go to a place, the <laughs> I remember seeing the, the McDonald's sign. Oh, yeah. And it was like 30 years yeah. old. Yeah. And you think, okay, McDonald's haven't even paid to update their, their shit here. Yeah. So you think, Ugh, it felt a little bit, I hope this doesn't go down bad, but it felt a little bit like Chernobyl. It felt like we were in a place that was right. derelict. Yeah. Like, and shit. Things were just hanging off. Like, the buildings were just yeah. like... Well, I feel bad for the people living there, but you do, you're not kind of welcomed, right? We right. weren't, like, welcomed in the way... Yeah. In Serbia, like, it felt so friendly and everyone was so nice. And mm. we were told about this club called Lafayette and it's definitely the best night experience I've ever had. Mm -hmm. Like, we literally would turn around and we'd look at each other. My mouth would be wide open. Yeah. It's kind of hard to... It, it was like an immersive theatre experience. Yeah. But it was like things were going off, like yeah. acrobats and, yeah. you know, things being blown up. And yeah. You had like a the Joker coming, riding in on a uh, motorcycle. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was the best incredible. mix between a club and like a show and a yeah. theatre and a, and a theatrical like experience all yeah. in one. Yeah. yeah. And I've been and to like... classy as well, not tacky. That's yeah, very classy. Yeah. Been to Cirque Le Soir, been to like these places that are like that, like mm. or burlesque nights or the box in London or whatever. Really good. This is like levels above, just yeah. unbelievable. And yeah. really, yeah, everyone in there was on a, on a good level as well. But do you think, like, Romania, I think, are we missing a trick here? Because we weren't there long. Yeah, you need to know and, people. you know, Andrew Tate, number one guy that lives there, that we all know on the internet, you know, he loves it there. And mm -hmm. he said it's great. So is there something that we just missed? I think he Definitely. likes to live there. Or do you think he's just got such a, a good setup there? It's a good setup, yeah. I think yeah. he's just got, um, he he's basically rules the country. I think he's he, <laughs> he, he pretty much does no because he you, you laugh at it but he's, he he's, he's obviously he's doesn't rule the no, country no he does because he's fucking Mate. he's got connections with the government uh, over there he's a big spokesman he, for the country yeah, yeah. I mean the cleaner the, you know Anna Maria she's so nice yeah. she's from Romania yeah. and if you ask Romanians if they like him they normally say yeah yeah he's cool because he's obviously putting Romania on the map exactly yeah, yeah. 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 well on, on him I think I mean I'll give you, I mean, you know, obviously Andrew Tate now is like, he's kind of resurfing. And I think the interview he did with Piers Morgan and they just dropped an interview with him on the Full Send boys and the Nelt boys. Mm. I think he's actually becoming more likable now than he was before. Yeah. Because he's, he's going on these big shows, Piers Morgan. He's having a chance to explain himself. Even though Piers Morgan didn't put him in a good light because he was throwing yeah. like, little no, things at him. He, he was trying to like tempt him into saying things, controversial stuff. The reciprocal sort of side of him on there was a lot of people said, oh, actually, you know, Piers Morgan didn't come across as well. Yeah. And he came across well because he yeah. kind of... I didn't Kept interrupting him. him. Yeah, yeah, and he and he was he was very one-sided, Piers Morgan. Yeah. Whereas Tate came in and s sort of sort of took in everything he said and came back with a retort. Yeah. So I mean, is he growing on you, do you think, Tate? The, the thing is, you can't take, like, I know he says a lot of stuff he's done with clips, but the reason he got big was because of the clips, right? He got everybody to put clips out there, and his whole thing is, well, you're only taking everything out of context because you're only watching a small clip of what he said, but he still said it. Um, there are some definitely good things about him, and he's definitely helping in some ways, uh, people and young, young men specifically, but I also think that he's also... Some that I, I think the way he talks about women in a derogatory way, I think is negative and can impact people badly. So I do see both sides. But you, you sort of, when, I, when you hear people say they've met him, they go, oh, he's really nice. And I can sort of see that. So I think he's got a bit of an online persona because 
you can just talk about vanilla stuff all day on YouTube. It's not going to get seen. If I say something now really, like something Tate would say and be really sort of forward in the way I say it, you're going to get views. Mm -hmm. So he's obviously done that to materialise views for himself, which is great. Mm. Um, but I do think there's dislikable things. And I do think, what I don't agree with is when people are like, oh, no. Or, oh, yes. You know when people are like really left or really right? Mm -hmm. Most people now are going kind of to the centre politically, I think. Mm. And it's like, that's, the, the, that's what I think. I'm kind of in in the middle, I think some things he says really resonate mm -hmm. um, and are really good. And, and, you, and when he says, you know, get fit, I think he said something like, if you're depressed, if you go and get a six pack, come back to me and tell me you're still depressed. That's yeah. a great thing to say. Yeah. Being against the establishment, I think is pretty good in a lot of ways because COVID's opened everyone's yeah. eyes to things. So I think it's some good things. That's a whole sort of thing to go into. I think it's some bad things. I think he's kind of a laid back on the internet mm. now, isn't he? I mean, he's not, he's not got his own channels, but he's, he's, he's doing lots of podcasts. So, It'd be great to get him on here, but he's yeah he's he's putting his face back on the on the market. I think there was a bit. I think, in my view of him, he's 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 definitely got a character that he hypes up for the podcast and you know, Top G all that kind of stuff. But he's probably he's probably down to earth and he's probably mm. quite a nice guy. To but be now with. he's probably yeah. got to the point where he's too famous to actually like go out. Yeah, and he's hang. got such an influence. Yeah. And I, I think like people call him a misogynistic person, but like no one really knows like if they try to explain or, or give a. Yeah, give an example. No one can really sort of say what he's really said. That's a misogynistic comment. But the, some of the points that he makes is real, is it, and has a positive positive outlook. Yeah. So I, I think he's yeah. I think he's great. I think he's um he's doing really yeah I think really good things I think for, for the for the new generation. I think if you're smart and you like you are and you can define what you to take on and whatnot is mm -hmm. good. Yeah. I think if you're young and impressionable and don't know and you're calling women bitches and my whores and that I think that which he's sort of. Was it, what word did he use? Something like that. I think like hose or whatever. I think I'll be a bit careful with that terminology because mm -hmm. I think if you're young and impressionable and you don't know, you'll sort of say that stuff and that's bad. It's yeah. going to go one way. Yeah. But I do agree there's some really good stuff that he says. Mm -hmm. like if he fights really Jake Paul as well, that would be great. That would be like a problem. Yeah. Uh, didn't he agree to he f did. he's fighting Logan in UFC? Is he really? I think I he's know. a... I saw, I don't know, it was a clickbait thing, but I think Logan Paul put up, I've agreed to fight Jake Paul. Uh, sorry, I've agreed Logan to fight Paul. Tate. I know he saw uh, Jake at in Dubai and they had that little yeah, square yeah. up meeting that was yeah. pretty cool yeah that was quite interesting so yeah what was the next thing uh, yeah COVID's just gone where we're talking about COVID it's just disappeared no, n no face masks in airports no vaccine passport required no you know that's just disappeared so it's gone it's I know no one wants to talk about it because yeah. it's kind of boring because everyone got so pulled in by it but it is happening in other countries China there's crazy lockdowns it's really hard to know exactly what you see because a lot of stuff I'm seeing is on CNBC and mm. big media outlets where they don't really they always have a bit of an angle a, a massive angle but it looks pretty horrific what they're doing in China locking people down for this zero covid policy yeah for me it disappeared a while ago i just it, it just it's so um, you know you know there was like a very short period of time where i was just into it and following it and then it was just over i just didn't i just didn't really yeah. just get hooked in i just think yeah. it's just a bit of a crazy thing uh, I think I, I don't want to disregard uh, all the people that died um, from COVID and, and genuinely died from COVID but I do think it's, uh, it's a load of bollocks and I think we, um, <laughs> we some people we did die for sure yeah. yeah yeah for sure and uh, but I just I just think the whole way it was um, like Andrew Tate says mastered in the system yeah uh, we were just all led to believe something and then you know they they put out these vaccines and and everyone was just like right you know forced to do something that you didn't really yeah, know much about i spoke to my aunt the other day and she said james i was so scared i was sitting in my house i was yeah. watching the telly and i don't blame her yeah. she was they, they put that fear factor in into everybody exactly it's so horrible so now you, can you can't get those three years back that we lost my big confusion is how is everything back to normal <clears throat> 
it feels like everything's back to normal. We were talking about London. We're in London at the moment. London's booming again. How do people have all this money and they're all fine? It feels like everything's back to normal. So either it is and the governments and it was all a bit bullshit or the repercussions of COVID is going to be a slow hit. This and is in 10 years, it's going to be, you know, yeah. the economies are going to This is my view, right? This kind of stuff. It's so preposterous, right? How like James Corden did a talk on, you know, singing, take the vaccine and how, you know, Bill, Bill de Blasio, the mayor of New York, how he basically sat down on TV and said, guys, if you have the vaccine, you're going to get a free burger, right? And, and it's a clear link with yeah. obesity all, and all marketing stunts. But terribly obvious to any smart person watching, this is absolute propaganda and it's wrong. And, and now it's come out, which is what a lot of us knew in the, in, in the first case, that the vaccine actually does not stop transmission. So all the promises that Biden and all these people, whether it's you know, where Boris Johnson, every, a lot of people who were very skeptical at the beginning knew, anyone in Eastern Europe. Mm. Th- listen, if you speak to someone from Ukraine, you know, obviously before the war and everything, got, we got good Ukrainian friends, they would all say it's rubbish. I'm not going to do this. We went to Mexico and that was, they just didn't care there. Mexico yeah. City did, but the yeah. rest of Mexico didn't. But yeah. why? So but why so then? My point, my, so no, no, what I'm saying is it, a lot of us knew, but now people are finding out. But you got I feel sorry for China. I really feel for the, them. Like Some of them are like yeah. jumping out the balcony, killing themselves. actually yeah. happening. And even them just speaking out. like They shout yeah. and screaming that they want to come out of lockdown. Yeah. They're getting arrested, beaten up like on the streets. Yeah. It's just horrible. And they're so restricted what they can see. But yeah, you're right. Now, driving through London is busier than ever. But I think, you know, if you turn a ship half a degree every day, half a degree doesn't sound like a lot. But within a very short amount of time, you'll do a complete circle, right? Yeah. So, the But why, though? Why? I, what, what I'm saying do you is think, do you think all those the changes that have happened... Look how many businesses, every time I go and talk to a production line who are making something, they say we're producing less. Electricity bills are going up, you know. Um, every company I talk to is doing less and less business. Mm. That's going to have a massive effect. Well, all the offices now they are empty are being turned into apartments in London, a lot. A lot, a lot of them lot are, of. but still it's not that simple. And I think what will happen is, um, I think there's going to be a massive, 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 massive recession. Yeah. And I think people are going to be so annoyed for not being able to see their grandparents when they died or whatever it was, mm. I just think it's going to, I think it's going to be enormous. On the flip side, there was like some really positive things that, that came out of, of COVID when everybody was in lockdown. I, love I think lockdown. everybody just like, of my life. yeah, every, everybody reset themselves. You know, I, I started off a business. It was just like, I, I changed my career. It was just loads of things like that that you yeah. just thought, okay, now's the time to do something about whatever you wanted to do in your life. And it was but I think like the, opportunity to the, do fin- the final thing I want to say on this is like, why? Did did these people did people just fall for something that was wrong and stupid, or is there a, a higher goal that's going to come? It depends from it. who you like. Like, look at Elon Musk, right? We should touch on Twitter quickly. Like, he's sort of Apple have said they might ban Twitter from the App Store, right? Because that's massive. Could you imagine if they just don't allow anyone Why? to download Twitter? Just because he's because of the way he's running it, basically, right? Yeah. And the way he's allowing free speech on the platform, and he's now going against them, Elon Musk, and saying, "Hold on, look." Um, t- uh, Apple is stopping free speech on, 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 on their platform, right? So if you look at what Elon Musk says in terms of if that's a person... And he said, I might do a phone. You follow. He said, I will never give my kids the vaccine, right? So you've got um, whether the World Economic Forum, you've got a lot of people that are going and pushing for this uh, massive control. Mm. And look how easy it is to make a whole country fearful by the, me- con- the media control. That's controls. a crazy thing. Putting everybody in fear and they'll follow what you want. I think we're so lucky that a lot of us came out and were sp- upspoken. I think if we did weren't upspoken, we could have gone out of we could have gone way, way worse into an Orwellian 1984 mm. thing. I really mm. do think that. Because if everybody works for the government, the government pays everybody furlough, and that happens for everybody, they're going to have the control that they want, and everybody works for So, But again, not to get too conspiratorial, I do think that um, we were really lucky. What, what, what's the end goal? 
what of these people? Well, what what's the point of it? What's what's the what what is someone trying to achieve? Th- surely they didn't just close the world down just to say, hey, we we can control. We, kn- we it know could be, we can it could control. Be a, it could be a number of things, like you know, trying to reduce the population of the world. It could be why? Uh, why would that reduce the population of the world? Because there's too many people on this planet. Yeah, but why would because lo- surely the population would go up during COVID? Everyone's having if sex. If you're looking at a sort of a, a greener world, you're, you're looking at the emissions. You're looking at um, so many different aspects into you know how a lot of people in, on this planet are but like that's what i'm saying life has gone back to normal so it doesn't it hasn't mm. had the effect no but it could have done i think if, if there wasn't two million people protesting in london they would show the blm protests they wouldn't show any of the covid protests yeah. in london right you can you can think there's so many things that can drive you mad if you think about what actually happened yeah. Yeah. and how the media controlled it they didn't want people to see what was going on so uh, i anyway, like the fact that elon musk said when um, he said if they ban if they ban the installation of Twitter. He said, "I might just buy a phone, make my own phone." He's such a fu- he's, he's just amazing. Yeah. yeah, and but more people like him. So then today, Lex Friedman stood up for him, right? And Lex said, "Yeah, why aren't Apple allowing free speech on their platform?" W- these guys are powerful individuals, right? Mm. So the more people that stand up for free speech and all the things that we kind of think it makes a fair society, the more the pendulum is going to go that way. Yeah. And in a way, Tate is on that bandwagon. Right? Say, he's yeah. pushing that pendulum in the way of free speech, do what you want, da-da-da-da-da. And obviously you've got this other World Economic Forum, politicians, although they're just front men, Rishi Sunak, all these guys are going this way, Justin Trudeau, you know, they're all trying to push for uh, more of a control because otherwise they don't really have any, they don't have a job, do they? So, but it's anyone's guess. control. The word control is, like you, it's a loaded word. It's too easy just to say control, isn't it? There's got to be a more, a deeper reason. Thanks very much, Alf. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. Anyway. But that's what I'm saying, like, going, going, like, linking. um, Thank you. We should have Co- someone talk about it. Who really kind of linking Andrew Tate to this as well, because he he uses the term the Matrix now. You know, yeah. like yeah. Th- my question is why, and is there someone? Is there one? You know, is there someone at a higher power that's controlling this, or is there just like a bunch of stupid people that are following things and just going, yeah, we're gonna jump on the bandwagon? What I don't understand is how, for example, do they get certain people to be so adamant in their thoughts? You'll have like a really well-known actor who you would have respected for a long time who will go out and say, I believe people should be forced, a mandate should be forced. I believe. Who is going to them and saying this is how it should be? It's just opinions, different opinions. It's, yeah. the, same, it's the same as a, it's the same as a film. Uh, yeah. You know, you can you can sit down and I can watch a film that I think is brilliant, and someone else will hate it. I mean, The Irishman is a good example. It's so torn. Mm. Every every person you speak to about The Irishman, people say they either love it or hate yeah. it. It's like it doesn't. But there's loads of groups right around the World Economic Forum, right? And and like at Davos, there's loads of groups like the di- well, the Deep State, or there's lots of collections of people that are trying to do this, and you hear them talk. And they'll say exactly these sort of things. So, but I think we should have someone on specifically from the World Economic Forum yep. or someone who can say it rather than our opinions, yeah. because we're just opinions. So the other thing we want to chat about was Twitter, right? Twitter we've touched we've upon a little bit. Touched on, on, okay. Do uh, you want to go back to the, the porn on Twitter that you <laughs> no, That just got some views, didn't it? <laughs> not, not as many as the gay men versus gaming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah when, James is, when James is honest, we, uh, we get more views. Um, I mean, I think that's it. We got, we, you know, we, we, we're going to keep, we've got some really good guests coming up. We're going to keep busy. Yeah. We've got some great guests in January. Did we want to touch on January. FTX or not? Nah. 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 Oh, okay, you can find out information about that anyway. Um, you know, we've been busy. We've been doing conferences and... Yeah. How's the um, women going, guys? And relationships and stuff like that? All good? I, I mean... Uh, we'll touch on that? Yeah. We can touch Three on men that. talking about women? I'll, I'll be honest. I'll be completely honest. I'm not seeing anyone. And I don't want to see anyone. And I want to be completely on my own without. Because, you know, I would like to meet the perfect person if that perfect person exists. But each time I do meet someone, uh, it seems to not work. So I think I need to be in the right headspace. 
um, and the right place to meet the right good person. Because uh, um, so I'm just pulling away basically from uh, when I meet someone. Is that um, not like no no no? But I've met some really nice women in the last sort of few weeks, and I'm just like I, I'm actually going to just stay single. And, are uh, you get being are you being too specific because you're trying to find? You know, I I say sometimes this, and it, it works for men and women, but you know, let's say a woman is looking for this perfect man that doesn't exist because yeah. no one's perfect, right? Yeah. Everyone makes mistakes. Everyone yeah. fucks up. Are you? Are you doing that? Are you looking for someone or something that doesn't really exist? Well, it's hard to say because in my purview, um, I don't think it's like, an Im- it's like three things I'm looking for, right? And it's like, you know, good morals and that, all those sort of honest and someone I'm attracted to, those sort of things. So it doesn't seem hard, but yeah, maybe I am setting the bar too high in my own mind, right? Which is a good reflection of how you think of yourself in a way. Mm. But my issue is, you know, when you're like doing stuff and like you go to the bathroom, what I found is I'm always escaping myself whether it's going out in the evening, whether it's putting a podcast on, never there on my own. So I'm always looking to be with someone. And I actually crashed my drone the other day outside and I went downstairs and I thought, oh, who can I phone and FaceTime to see this thing? And I thought, no, you just actually got to be happy on your own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he I made a really, he made like a, we had a little, we had a nice chat last night, didn't we? Yeah. It's a little bit gay. It was nice. always gay. Did you but hold, but hold no, he said hand. something that was yeah, really important for him it. and I said, that's the best thing you could do. He said, I want to learn to love my own company. Yeah. And, and I, I, said, I think love don't. I spoke yeah. to this, g- this wicked lady, her name's Lorna Wilson. She does quantum healing therapy. And she said, love is an overloaded word. Maybe for a guy's not love yourself, just like yourself. So like when I'm um, doing something and I'm on my own, I'm like, okay, what can I listen to? What can I watch? Who can I speak to? Now it's like, no, actually, um, I just want to, in that moment, on a Friday when I'm out with friends, go home, watch a movie. And there's just this feeling of like being in your own head where you're kind of half excited. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I'm going to be on my own for a few days or a week. Or, I, I or if you be on your own, sometimes if you, if you cooking, like sometimes I'll, I'll play like you know some some oldie music, and um, but then there'll be times where I'm, I'm going to be cooking, preparate, doing my preparation, and I'll just do it in silence. And yeah. sometimes those thoughts in my head, and it just gives me time to reflect, think about what I've done for the last week or for the past month, what I need to do. So yeah, it's it's good to reflect and, and do that. Well, yeah. I mean, on a regular basis. I'll be a yeah. little bit honest. I, I love being on. I love being on my own. I love my own company, and I haven't. This year has been so manic. We were talking about this last night when we when we go back to where we were in January. Like yeah, we were. Yeah. We, I, I was in Mexico, but just just what's happened the whole year. Like you know, so many different things have changed, and all the places we've been to, and all the, all the things that's happened, and going, you know, coming in and out of relationships, and all this kind of stuff. And it's been. It's, I'm looking at it now, going, how the hell. Have I done all that or been through that? Because it just seems crazy amount of stuff. So I think now it's very the things that I want to fix or the things I want to sort or the things I want to change. It's in my mind require me to be on my own for a period of time yeah. to sit down. Yeah. And even just like this whole digital side of you know always being on your phones and different things. I just think it's I think a lot of people need that sometimes. And I think certainly for me, I, I definitely need to be just on my own for a nice period of time and you get stuff done and then you figure out you know yeah but also you when you're on your own there's, there's been two types of being on your own there's being on your own and just working non-stop which i've done loads whether it's businesses or whatever but there's being on your own and saying do you know what i'm going to sit still focusing on your own yeah not just being on your own not to even work. focusing no. anything yeah, yeah just being, being in your on own, own company yeah. yeah sort of liking yourself yeah like not you know and and i asked my friend actually in Malta. i said to her like what do you do she said like when she looks in the mirror she smiles mm. it's like practical things like little things like that that add up or yeah I was reading this book, Stephen Bartlett. Uh, my mum put me onto him, um, Happy Sexy Millionaire. And he said it wasn't until he realised that, you know, 
uh, sort of walking around and like being all right in his own head in his own company. And I think then the frequent, that sounds a bit sort of cheesy, but from a scientific perspective, like the frequency you're kind of at in your own mind is when you mm. probably will find the right sort of person mm -hmm. rather than running around. Because yeah. otherwise you're sort of chasing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think as yeah. guys, I think the chasing thing gets tiring and it also can be, it can set your head in the wrong in the wrong path. And things always change. Like uh, halfway halfway through the year, I, I never I never wanted children. I wasn't interested in children. Now I feel like I want children. Not right now, but like I want children. How are you gonna have children? Adopt if, them. Um, yeah. Is that you gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> Two guys, can't they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you you can adopt that was a good one. I'll do that. Me and you should adopt a child. There we go. Because <laughs> we've got a child. Do you want more children? I think I do. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want children? No. You don't want any. No. Not See, that right might now. change Not when, right when you reflect on yourself. That might change. Do you reckon? My friend Lulu, she said to me the other day, like she's never thought about having kids, and she's like, James, I'm thinking like of like having a surrogate mother and having kids, and she's never, you know, I never thought she would want kids because mm. she's kind of like quite an arm's length person. Um, but no, I keep on thinking about it, but it's not. I think it's something you've got to have grown up wanting to have because mm -hmm. uh, it's a lot of work, man. You can't underestimate, you know. It, how it much depends work. on who you're with as well. I think if you yeah. have a, a sort of solid relationship and you're both on the same pathways and you're not uh, on, on the same path, but you're not sort of just sort of fine to still get to know each other and uh, and you want different things, but you sort of learn about that later on in the relationship, then you just don't really know where you what you want. I suppose like similar to your relationship, your ex relationship. Um, where you didn't know whether you whether you wanted kids or not, mm. but now that it you're single, you do. It, 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 it kind of so depends. Yeah, up. it depends on the person, and it depends on uh, my point of view. Is like, I feel like at some point I will need to have something to really love and cherish and grow and and you know focus on. Otherwise, I'm just you know I've, I'm just going to keep working. I'm just going to keep working and coming up with ideas and doing films and yeah, this and that and that. And then I'll be like 45, um, <laughs> and I'll just be. <laughs> And I'd just be like, okay, it's fuck. not far how far how you look. What? Yeah, you're about as age. I look 45. <laughs> All right, well, I'll be 50, 55, and I'll go, now I want children, and I can't. What if, no, you, you can. And what if you create something that's incredible that helps more than the three children that you would have? Uh, because, okay, I don't want to sound arrogant, but I've, I've, you know, I've felt like I've created something that's great in lots of aspects and given time and energy what? and that kind of stuff. Just lots of, just lots of things. Lots of things. Well, have you created is great. Just, just lots of things. But Give when me you one example. Wait there, but when you, I'm just saying, it, it, yeah, biz, let's say business, a film, prize fight, whatever. But then if you create a human that you're responsible that for breathing yeah. and living. They breathe on their own, know. but yeah. No, I think it's like a, I think like. I they breathe on their own? Children are sometimes like an ego thing. It's like, I just want another one. Well, I've got to be careful. That's, that's the one thing I want to say. I want to be careful that I'm not just doing it at this point in my life because of any, I'm not just thinking like this at this point in my life because of the ego thing. Yeah. But um, for, for the only man on this table to have a child, uh, I've, I've got to say it's, it, you, you find a love within yourself that you never had for somebody else. Over Zoom. When was the last time you saw your child? How many years? It's three years. That's because of COVID. But did you just go to America? Yeah, I used to go every year. No, didn't you just go? No, I thought you said Jay was going to America. Came on the European trip instead. I'm going this, this, hopefully this. Okay, came on the European trip instead. Was that? Okay. But yeah, you you do find a profound love for another human being, and that 
you, you don't realise that's within you. Yeah. It's going to sound corny, yeah. but yeah. I've, I've, I've had it with this. an animal but before. But if you ask yeah. a lot of guys, like, if they, like, would have kids after they've had them, if you ask them secretly when there's no one listening, they'll go... No, disagree with that. I met, I met with three, three friends of mine from university. They're all my age. They've all got two kids each. And they were like, it's the best thing ever. Would you have more? Like, yeah. How many? Four, five. Like that. I mean, it doesn't okay. apply to the general population. Okay. And everyone says to me, you, you, you've always got to ask the woman about the kids because obviously women have a different experience to men because yeah. they have to you know, do a lot more. But um, all right. Well, that was nice. Little, yeah, it's good. A little catch up. So we've got Eddie Hall coming on, which is amazing. Uh, and then we've got another big Physically big, physically big yeah. guest. Yeah, um, he's fucking massive. But yeah, we're gonna we're, we're gonna do se- a season. So this will this will wrap up season one. Well, that's what uh, we want to know, don't we? we um, we're thinking of wrapping on like fifteen episodes. Yeah, as a season, yeah. have a bit of a break, a couple of weeks off, release some of an exclusive, uh, sorry, exclusive content that has been released. Pick up some episodes on on stuff that we've we've shared before. Yeah, really tune up the yeah. the socials. And, and then we we come would back. like like your feedback as well. I think we'd like to see what you think in comments and stuff. If you think mum. we should change anything, what? Mum, please. No, mum's always just gonna say it's good. <laughs> Is that what you mean? <laughs> yeah. No, just uh, yeah, what you think because you're subscribed, and if you think there's anything we should change, what you want to see more of? Yeah, that yeah. sounds good. All right, cool. Nice little uh, boys only pod. Yeah, I think um, yeah, we do more of these. Um, people will start to like us. <laughs> <laughs> Everything you said was good up until then, Jay. Anyway, like, subscribe. Eddie Hall next week. We're out. Hand in the middle. Look at, look at that. Look at that gay touch. Yeah. Just a gay little... It's a nice little... It's just a gay little... <laughs> 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 <laughs>